page with you. And so we pray, Lord God Almighty, that even now, oh, you lift us up, you connect our minds uh, to your will. Uh, you put us in that place where we are desirous of doing your will. Uh, connect us to that place where we are in cooperation with you, that we are standing with the Holy Spirit. Oh, yes, help us in our homes to be bridge builders, in our communities, uh, not to spread fear, but to spread hope uh, and love and joy wherever we go. Use us uh, to bring about a solution. Yes, Lord, you are looking for people to use and to bless. Let it be us, every single one of us. In all our ways, Lord God, come and strengthen us. Come and connect us with your purpose for our lives. Oh, we love you. We love you, Lord. Glory, 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 glory. Oh, prayer point seven. It says, Lord, you always protect us. When do you ask God for his protection? How we need that in this season? Lord, protect us. Lord, guide us. Lord, bring us to that place, oh God, where we are in sync with you. Lord God Almighty, we can't do without you. We can't do without you. And so we seek your protection. We ask that you connect us. Even now, Lord God, to your truth. We ask that, Lord God, that you empower us. That you will ready us, oh God, for what you are doing. Oh, we don't want to be on the other side. We want to be where you, you are. We want to do what you want us to do. We want to cooperate your, with your spirit. And so give us the desire to do that. Oh, you, yes, Lord, protect us from harm, from danger. Protect us from the effects of coronavirus. Oh, don't let our finances uh, be busted through this situation. Strengthen our bodies, Lord God. Build immunity in each of us. Cover us, our coming in and our going out. We pray especially for those who are in harm's way. Healthcare area, Lord God. Those who work in hospitals, nursing homes, laboratories, we ask your covering upon them. Anyone, Lord God, who's an emergency employee who needs to be going every day out, we ask your covering, we ask your protection upon them. We pray, Lord God Almighty, for every city, Lord God. Areas that are in red areas, those who are loved ones, those who are calling in from New York, from Louisiana, from oh, from Illinois, from all these areas where they tell us they are hot spots. We pray for your mighty protection. Every single one of us, God us uh, with your mighty right hand. Oh, we love you, Lord. Oh, saints, let's pray for uh, government officials. Pray for your mayor. Pray for uh, your senator. Let's pray for uh, President Trump. Uh, let's pray for uh, those who are in charge and authority that God will guide them and give them wisdom to do his will, uh, to bring about uh, what needs to be done in this season. Father, we lift up our leaders. You tell us, Lord God, that we should uh, pray for kings and those in authority. Uh, we lift them up before you. You protect them from this situation. Protect them, Lord God Almighty, from, from uh, this era of coronavirus. Give them your wisdom to do what needs to be done. Father, we pray, oh God, that you cover each and every one of us. We thank you, Lord God Almighty. We love you, our King. We praise you, mighty Father. In Jesus' name, amen, 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 amen. Now, why don't you take a moment and just pray for you. Ask God to do something impossible in your life. God says, is anything too hard for me? We serve a God of miracles. We know who God is. He causes light to shine out of darkness. So just take a brief moment where you are and say, God, help me. God, see me through this area. Uh, if you have a financial need laid before the throne of grace, if you are sick, ask God to heal your body. If there is something going wrong with your job, ask God to establish you in your employment. Pray for your loved ones. Cover your children with your prayers right now. Pray for people who are on this prayer line, people who are joining us while we are streaming. 
pray for each other right now. Father, we ask that you would move mightily. That you cover each and every one of us, Lord God. We pray for your move. We pray for your power. We pray for a breakthrough. Lord, I intercede for everyone gathered right here this morning that you make a way where there's no way. You reach them, Lord God Almighty, by your strength and your power. You bless them, oh God. Do a great work in them. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to play a worship song and keep praying, keep worshiping uh, just for a few minutes, uh, about five minutes or so, and then after that, we're going to come right back. I want to share an encouraging word to bless your heart. I want to ask God to speak a word specifically to you. So just stay right there uh, as this song plays. Sing along with that. Worship God with that. Ask God to show you grace, mercy, favor, and help. He will do that. He's our gracious God. Let's worship with this song. We lift up the name of Jesus in this place. Of any distractions, anything else, Lord God. Bow down as we lift him up. 
can tremble before him. Chains will break as heaven and earth sing. Holy is the name of Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Glory, 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 glory. I know some of you were texting me and saying, what's, what's, what's the name of that song? Uh, it's by Hillsong Worship, No Other Name. Hillsong Worship, No Other Name. Good morning, saints. God bless you, brothers and sisters. What a, a privilege, a joy to be in your presence, coming to your homes, wherever you are, uh, gathered at the feet of Jesus our Lord. In these times, we need all of God, all of God. These are trying times, but He's here for us. He will never leave us nor forsake us. So I want to bring you a word to encourage you. He's our caretaker. He's our strength. He's our shepherd. He will never leave us nor forsake us. Uh, if you are online uh, at our website, uh, scroll down a little bit and you're going to see today's message notes, how Jesus takes care of us. Let's, let's come together in a, a brief prayer. Father, we thank you for this opportunity to visit with you at your word. And I pray that even now you speak words of life to everyone. You meet them at their needs, oh God. We need a word from you when nothing makes sense. You are hope, you are help, you are leader. So speak your word to every heart to bring calm, uh, a sense of peace and stability and security when things on the outside are falling apart. You say your peace you give us, you don't give us as the world does. Therefore, we should not let our hearts be troubled. We shouldn't let it be afraid. And we receive the resource, the divine resource, to be able to endure in these difficult times. We thank you and we love you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you. Today we're going to be looking at one of the famous chapters in the Bible, Psalm 23. And in six short chapters, God compacts an explanation of his goodness. If you've been around the church circles for a while, there is a refrain that we often say. Say, God is good. And then the other person will respond all the time. All the time, God is good. So wherever you are, why don't you say that to yourself? I say God is good, and you respond all the time. And I, you say all the time, and I'll respond God is good. If you have a couple of people near you, if you have a family listening in, why don't you go ahead and encourage one another? God is good all the time. All the time, God is good. And in six short verses, God explains 10 benefits that he gives us as his children. I'm not going to cover it all today, but let me give you a high-level overview of those. The Lord is my shepherd. I won't lack anything. God says, I will sustain you. 
He makes us lie down in green pastures. God says that when times are rough and things are falling apart, I would give you what you need to be de-stressed. In other words, I will give you balance in your life when things are falling apart. Number three, he says he restores our soul. In other words, he's going to rep replenish us when the barrel gets empty, physically, emotionally, relationally, spiritually, vocationally, financially. He says he will give us new strength. Next, he says he will lead us in the right path for his name's sake. In other words, God will be our guide, our sustenance, our balance, give us res resilience, guidance. Even though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, I'll fear no evil. For God, you are with me. In other words, God will be our confidence. His faithfulness will be our confidence. It's not going to be based on your age, your race, your bank account, your title, your education. But God will be your confidence. I'll fear no evil. Why? Because God is with me. The fifth benefit that God gives you and I as believers, as his children, is that God will give us his assurance. Your rod and your staff, they will comfort me. In dark, fearful days, God is saying, I'll be there for you. And that's what I'm going to be talk, talk about a little bit today. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You will anoint my head with oil. That's a metaphor of elevation, of progress. That anointing oil setting you apart. God is saying, I'm going to give you influence in your life. My cup overflows. God will grant you his abundance. You will have more to eat and to spare. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. In other words, your life will be marked with benevolence. You will not be a taker in life, but you will be a giver. God will enable you to be generous. Mm. <laughs> Others will drink from your well. Last but not the least, it says, I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. In other words, heaven will be your inheritance. I want to focus on the sixth benefit today, briefly. I want to focus on that. Your rod and your staff, they'll comfort me. Your rod and your staff, they'll... So what does it mean? What is a rod? What is a staff? A rod is a tool for protecting. It represents power and authority. A staff is a, a tool for guiding. It represents care and compassion. In other words, God is saying, I will protect you and I will guide you and I'll do it by my power based on my care and my compassion for you. <laughs> Let me run that one more. God says, my rod and my staff will comfort us. My rod, the stick of God, will protect us. <laughs> The staff of God that a shepherd uses to be able to guide a sheep will provide care and compassion for us. How about that? We need that in this uh, troubling time. We need it. Now, who is this shepherd that God is telling us about? 
Hebrews 13 20 says Jesus is the great shepherd he doesn't mince words about this shepherd he says is Jesus it's not an ideology it's not a anything but it is Jesus the great shepherd as a matter of fact Jesus himself tells us John 10 verse 10 and 11 it says I came so that my sheep will have life and everything they need I am the good shepherd and the good shepherd gives his life for his sheep Jesus the good and great shepherd and today I want us to just listen to the actual words of Jesus as he talks about how he takes care of us metaphorically his sheep how does he do that let's hear the direct words of Jesus because in these times it's only the Word of God that will see us through <laughs> the first is this if you are online and you are looking at this with me why don't you say it aloud with me Jesus shows me compassion if I bring my hurts to him if I bring Jesus my hurts what is he gonna do he's gonna show me compassion when I come to him and say God I've got problems in my finances in my relationships in my emotions and this season that we are in COVID-19 has turned everything upside down there's fear there's doubt there's frustration there's a feeling of helplessness and hopelessness when my feelings are out of control what will Jesus do he will show me compassion COVID-19 have turned finances upside down the stock market hasn't been that great if you are hoping that by the end of this year I've amassed enough retirement from all these years of working and I will comfortably retire and look at all the assets financial assets that I will have well in less than 22 days things have changed drastically financially relationships are on the rocks as a result of COVID-19 but there's only one person that can help us during this time he says when I come to Jesus with my hurts when I'm really hurting, when I'm weak, when I'm depressed, when I'm anxious, when I'm angry, when I'm hurt, when I'm betrayed, when somebody has been unfaithful to me, how can I get through that? Jesus will show me compassion. Look at what Jesus said. Look at what the Bible says concerning this. Matthew 9 verse 36. Read with me if you are online and looking at this through our, at our website. Matthew 9 36. He says, when Jesus saw the crowds, he was moved with compassion for them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd the Bible says Jesus looked at the crowd and he didn't see what they were wearing he wasn't concerned about where they came from the color of their skin their age their race their education he saw beneath all that veneer and he saw people who were harassed he saw people who were anxious he saw people who were helpless he saw people who felt betrayed and let down and what did he do he moved with compassion when I am helpless hurting anxious fearful angry Jesus our Shepherd moves with compassion towards us let me explain a little bit about the benefit of compassion 
You see, compassion is far greater than sympathy. When you're going through a difficult time, well-meaning people will say, I'm sorry that you're hurt and I'm sorry you've lost your job. I'm sorry you're sick. I'm sorry your child or your husband or your wife or this situation have happened. I'm sorry. And they're well-meaning. That's good, but Jesus does more than send us well wishes of sympathy. Others may also offer empathy. Empathy means that I hurt with you. And there are others who are truly empathetic people that when you are hurting, they feel it as though it's them. Have you ever been in a situation where your child is sick? You see somebody crying and then all of a sudden you're tearing up? The, the empathy. See someone rejoicing and it just evokes a feeling of celebration in you. That's empathy. That's good, but Jesus goes beyond compassion, goes beyond sympathy, goes beyond empathy. He's moved with compassion. Compassion means that I will do anything I can to stop your hurt. And the Bible repeatedly says over and over again, when Jesus saw people hurt and he was moved with compassion, he looked at people in their pain point and he felt their need and it was moved with compassion to bring relief to that. Look at Mark 10 45. Here's Jesus speaking. He says, Even I, the Messiah, am not here to be served, but to help others and give my life as a ransom for many. Three words that Jesus is speaking to you from this passage that he wants you to lock that in your spirit. He's here to serve, he's here to help. He's here to give. Serve, help, give. And that's the compassion benefit of our Lord and Savior every day of our life, particularly in this season that we are here. He brings his rod. He brings his staff to comfort us. And what does it mean that in my moment of hurt and anxiety, worry, stress, fear, hopelessness, helplessness, when the world around me is shaken, Jesus is going to show his compassion. And we know that is true because that's what he did throughout his ministry here on earth. Now, there's a second thing that you and I can look to, count on, hold on to in this absurd season that we are in, in this crazy time that we are in. Not only that Jesus, when I have a hurt and I come to him with that, he shows me his compassion. Secondly, Jesus will lead me in the right direction if I choose to follow him. Now, why is that important? Because when times are bad, you've heard this before, they say desperate times call for desperate measures. And so we turn to do desperate moves we don't think straight it's not a place where normally we are logical we are methodical we are patient it just takes us off our game and we just follow everything that is out there this person says this and we believe it this is what come through whatsapp i get all kinds of crazy stuff on whatsapp don't do this this person says this don't go here and you feel like you are just spinning 360 degrees and yet going nowhere 
Jesus tells us in this time season that we are in he says when I come to him with my hurt he will lead me in the right direction he's the way the truth and the life and how we need his guidance how we need his leadership so we don't jump from frying puff fire frying pan to fire so we don't do something impetuous, something impatience, something out of character. Because we're stressed. We're worried. We're afraid. But the great shepherd of our soul is here to guide us. Look at what he says. Psalm 23 verse 3. Read that with me right there on, on, on that page that you are on. Scroll down a little bit and you see that portion of scripture. Psalm 23 verse 3 says, The good shepherd leads me in the right paths for his namesake. Why don't you allow Jesus, even in this season, to lead you into a place of blessing, a place of breakthrough. He says he will cause his light to shine out of darkness. He's the way maker. He causes rain to fall down, even in the desert. Even in this desperate time, God wants to single you out for a blessing. Your breakthrough, your breakthrough is right now. Not worrying and fretting and, and going in a black hole and, and just talking about everything that is wrong in your life, but looking to God to make a way out of your way. That when this season comes and pass, you'll have a testimony to say, when we run into a coronavirus situation, when the schools were closed and jobs were shut down and all the businesses were locked down, look at what the Lord did. It is in this season that God got me my healing breakthrough, my relationship breakthrough, my financial breakthrough, my emotional breakthrough. It is in this season that I grew stronger in the Lord. That's when I found my place in the will of God. He says, when we come to him, he will lead us in the right path. He tells us how this leadership works. John 10, 4 tells us, it says, The good shepherd walks ahead of the sheep and they follow him for they recognize his voice. Note the sequence. Jesus walks ahead. We follow him. And then we recognize his voice, his leadership, his opportunities, his breakthrough, his recovery for us. Not the reverse. Not I go ahead expecting Jesus to follow me and then everything works out okay. No, that's not going to work, my brother, my sister. You allow Jesus to lead you. You willingly follow God and then you hear his voice. Where to go? Stop. Go, don't do this. This crazy idea that's coming from, from WhatsApp, don't follow it. Just knock it off. Uh, but follow God's plan, God's will, God's purpose for your life. Do you believe that even in this season, someone is, is, I mean, is being blessed? Just look at us as a church. How many people are online today? We are seeing more people today who are hearing us, seeing us, streaming God's word than we have in a long time. God is making a way. He leads. I follow. 
and then we recognize his plan his purpose for our life that's what the good shepherd jesus wants to do for your life in this crazy season that we are in we surrender our way to god we relinquish control for god to lead us in his path of rightness for his name's sake will you do that will you be open to what god wants to do in your life you say well i don't know where that is going to lead me i've seen many bad days in these last 23 days of coronavirus in this nation and for some of you who are hearing me from other states maybe it's just a week or two where your country is in lockdown it doesn't matter how long it is God is not going to lead you in a wrong path. God is not going to lead you in a place where there will be more pain and stress and worry in your life. Instead, God's leadership is born out of love for you. Look at this next portion of scripture, Psalm 26 verse 3. Psalm 26 verse 3. Here's the psalmist David who wrote Psalm 23 that God inspired his heart to put it down. He is speaking Psalm 26 3. Read that with me, please. He says, Lord, your constant love is my guide. Your faithfulness always leads me. Amen, brother. I have four people who are just <laughs> texting me and says, preach on, Mike, preach on, Mike. Amen, amen. I can hear you. I can't see you, but you can see me. And thank you for whoever this brother or sister is. Thank you for being my amen corner. <laughs> amen. Amen. I'm looking at the screen right now, and uh, I trust you are on the other side of the camera. Psalm 26, verse 3. Lord, your constant love is my guide. Your faithfulness always leads me. Why don't you claim that for yourself? Speak that over your life. That even in this season when no one knows what the next moment will bring, there is no guarantee what will happen next. But you know what your God, the great shepherd, is speaking to you. He says, my constant love will guide you and my faithfulness always will lead you. I'm faithful the same yesterday, today, and forever. My promises are yea and amen. They never change. The plan that I have for your life, coronavirus will never change that. You will live a life of God-ordained destiny because God's love is guiding you and his faithfulness that is forevermore is always your guide so what's the assurance that we have what is it that god is speaking to us in this season to give us hope and help strength and confidence it is this number one my god the good great shepherd is by my side therefore i'm not afraid why because he will show me his compassion why? Because he will lead me in a path that he will cause my life to be simpler. Simpler. And you see me through. Let me give you a third one and then we'll pray. The third is this, that this good, great shepherd, when we call on him, when we come to him, he will rescue and recover me if I fail or fall I like that God is a God of recovery he came to seek and to save those who are lost 
You say, Brother Mike, I have lost a lot. I've lost finances. I, you know, I've lost a lot. I got a text message from a dear sister in Florida. He says, my best friend has lost her husband to coronavirus. And I'm in tears, broken all day. Will you pray for them? I did say a prayer. This is a hard time. Many have lost a lot. But here's God's encouragement for you, my dear brother and sister. When you fail and you fall, the good, great shepherd is willing and able to rescue and recover you. I've seen many failures in my life. I've fallen many times in my life, but I'll tell you that the greatest blessing I have had in my life, what I can look to and has been a memorial in my life, etched in stone in my life, is how God has brought me through many jams, many falls, many failures. He is in the recovery business. God is your restorer. God is is your restorer. He will rescue you and he will recover you when you fail and fall. And as a sheep, we stumble, we fall. God doesn't put us on the spot. He doesn't blame us. He doesn't accuse us. He doesn't put us down. He doesn't say, well, you're too much. You, you did this. It's your fault that this happens. No, 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 no. He's not a God of condemnation. My brother, my sister, whatever the cause of your situation is, either be it a marriage, relationship situation, financial situation, either be it an emotional health situation, either be it whatever the cause of your, of your downfall or your failure is, it doesn't matter. God is not concerned about your past. He's concerned today about your life. And he's in the business to want to rescue and recover you. It's not what you did or didn't do. It's all about what he's willing to do right now in your life to bring about recovery for you. Look at how Jesus says it. He speaks in metaphors. He speaks in pictures, in language that you and I can understand and claim it for ourselves. Jesus is speaking, Matthew 12, 11 to 12. Scroll down. Take a look at that, and as I read that, why don't you read that to your heart and be encouraged? If you are with your spouse or your children, your family, read that aloud. Somebody, one of you say, why don't you read Matthew 12, 11 to, 11 to 12 right now. Read it. Jesus said, if any of you has a sheep and it falls into a pit on the Sabbath, Will you not rescue it and lift it out? How much more valuable is a man than a sheep? It makes me want to tear up when Jesus speaks like that, when he comes directly and hits us right in between the eye, where we are broken, hurt, wounded, hopeless, and helpless. It says, if you have fallen into a pit i will rescue you and lift you out why because you are more valuable you my brother my sister 
watching this live stream stream right now god speaks to you you are more valuable and so whatever jam that you are in whatever difficulty or hardship that coronavirus has brought your life jesus wants to rescue you and lift you out of your pits you can say amen to that somebody take this scripture after this message and put it on your facebook page tweet it out place it on your whatsapp let all your audience know that this is the message of god spread hope not fear when god's sheep fall into a pit he will rescue and lift us up why because in the eyes of god we you your spouse your children your loved ones your family are more valuable more valuable <laughs> glory to god hang with me a few more minutes i'm going to pray with and for you hang with me let god speak to your weary heart they say it's going to be hard times coming forward get ready for what's coming down the pike get ready for all the news that we don't know what's going to be let god soak your heart with the good news of his word that you are ready to be unmovable unshakable in any situation that you'll go through from here on so that's what jesus says to you allow him to be your rescue allow him to be your recovery allow him to protect you and to pull you out of this situation mentally emotionally physically physically financially if you've fallen into a ditch there are more bills than debts more people who are looking to you to send a check in the mail than what's in your bank account there are more woes more bad news than good news in your life hold on to this news that jesus he says i'll pick you up in your pit i'll rescue you now look at what king solomon tells us from this great news here is the the, the the practical application of this here's what we can speak to our weary heart we can tell somebody who is afraid who is worried who is concerned to lift your head up proverbs 3 25 26 because god is our rescue and our recoverer he says you will never need to be afraid of sudden disaster or hidden trouble that ensnared the wicked for the lord is your security he will keep you safe and keep your foot from getting caught in a trap do you see that picture of someone who is just caught in a trap you say, Mike, I feel like I'm caught between a rock and a hard place. I feel like the things that I want to do, I can do. Places I want to go, I can go. I've got so many dreams, so much ambition. Now I'm stuck. I'm a business person and things are going off. You know, I've been laid off. And I mean, I don't know what this this whole unemployment check is going to look like. I don't know what this thing that they passed on Congress, what it's going to do for me. Look at my situation. I'm in... I'm an emergency worker and I have to dress up and go to work every day. I'm scared, I'm worried, I'm concerned, I'm perplexed. 
That's what it seems on the outside. But for you, my dear brother and sister, as a child of God who has made Jesus your good and great shepherd, you ought never to be afraid of sudden disaster or hidden trouble. For the Lord your God is your security. He will keep you safe and you will keep your foot from getting caught in a trap. Coronavirus will not be your destiny. Coronavirus will not take you down. No matter the effects, no matter the, the statistics, you will not be a statistics. You will not die, but live to proclaim the glory of God. Like Job, I prophesy over your life that your Redeemer lives and you will encounter God in your own flesh. I speak the confidence that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego had been faced the king who said, we've heeded this furnace seven times harder. And who are you? Who is your God to deliver you from my hand? They respond, oh king, we don't even have to answer you because we know the God whom we serve is greater than you. And he will deliver us. Greater is your God in you than coronavirus. And he says you ought not be afraid of sudden disaster or hidden trouble. For your God is your security. Somebody take this scripture. Take this scripture. Write it down. Write it down. Put it on your refrigerator. Put it on your bathroom mirror. Put that down. Spread that over WhatsApp. Every time you go on WhatsApp, see that. Put it on your Facebook page. Make it prominent in your life that you don't forget that. One day this week, for some of you who are worried, stressed, feeling a sense of hopelessness, you are hearing all these bad news and everything you hear on WhatsApp, on Facebook, on Twitter, it's about look at all this, look at all this, look at all this, look at the people who are dying, look at all the people who are struggling. Stop for a minute and hear the voice of God. You never need to be afraid of sudden disaster or hidden trouble that ensnares the wicked. For your God is your security. He'll keep you safe and he'll keep your feet from getting caught in the trap. Three things that God does for us if we make him our good and great shepherd. For our hurts, he gives us compassion. Where we are perplexed, we are wandering like a sheep not knowing where to go or what to do because tomorrow we don't know what to do. God will lead us in the right path. Never the wrong way. And when I fall, when I fail into a ditch, he's going to rescue me and recover me. Let's connect with two scriptures. Today I wanted God to speak to us. Less commentary, more God's word. Two scriptures at the end and then we're going to pray. And as we end, we're going to worship a little bit for those of you who want to stay on. Two pieces of worship, two pieces of promise, God's word, to inoculate fear out of your heart, to zap out any feeling of discouragement or disappointment and feeling of hopelessness that's around you this season where you are walking in confidence in the joy of the Lord and the strength of the Lord and his peace that surpasses all understanding. Listen to this. John 10, 27, 29. Again, Jesus speaking. Jesus speaking. Not my word, but God's word. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they will never die. The word die means they will never be separated from God. We are yoked together with God. Now hear how he defines that. I give them eternal life and they will never die. And no one can steal them out of my hand. 
My father gave my sheep to me. He is greater than all, and no person can steal my sheep out of my father's hand. You know, the Bible is an interesting book, and when translators translated the Bible from the original Hebrew, Aramaic, and Greek, what they did is words that are emphasized, they repeated it. God is a God of emphasis. He says, He tells you what He's going to tell you. He tells you what He's going to tell you. He, he, he tells you what He's told you, and then He reminds you what He's told you. And the phrases that are emphasized in here is no one can steal you. No one can steal you from my hand. No one can steal you. No one. None. Not coronavirus. No situation. No harm. No danger. No hurt. No fear. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing can steal you. Now this is so prompt, this is so important that Jesus talks about two things. He says, "How is that going to happen?" <laughs> this is it's mind-boggling. When you understand that you will live a life of no fear, you will live that fearless, victorious, ever confident life. Number one, no one can steal you out of Jesus's hand, <laughs> and no person can steal you out of my Father's hand. <laughs> Oh, mine. So, number one, it says you are held by the hand of Jesus. And in this hand that you are being, you and Jesus yoked together, unbroken connection, eternal fellowship that is inseparable. In that other big circle also, you are also held by the Father's hand. Have you ever purchased something Every now and then I get stuff from Amazon. And it comes in a big box. And the big box, if something is precious, what they do is they put all kinds of stuff around that bubble tape or, or all kinds of stuff so that it doesn't break. And then there's another box in there. And then before that precious jewel is in it. The camera that I am speaking to you on, that's how it came in. It's a very small camera. In a little box. Wrapped around with all kinds of bubble tape. In a big box. That's who you are. That is the metaphor of how you are being held in Jesus' hand and in God's big hand. You've heard this song going on a lot on Facebook. He's got the whole world in his hands. He's got the whole world in his hands. And people are singing it, taking it from high to low and doing all kinds of stuff with that. God bless them. It's great. So heartwarming. Find that on Facebook and listen to it. God's got you in his hand. Jesus has you in his hand, wrapped up in God's big hand, and coronavirus has no effect on you. So tell your worry, scared, perplexed heart, relax. And for anything or anyone to get to you, they've got a knock of Jesus. And there's no power greater than Jesus' power. And on top of that, they've got to knock out God, and that will never, ever happen. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever, the beginning and the end, the Alpha and the Omega, God who is eternal forever and ever and ever. And though you may be weak, 
but you've been held by the strong arm of Jesus. Unmovable, unshakable. Not even this, this season that we are in will change God's destiny for your life. In Jesus' name. Let me give you one more. We'll pray. The grace of God's comfort, compassion, guidance, recovery. Romans 8, 38-39. It says, nothing can separate us from God's love. I like that. <laughs> you can put coronavirus in there. <laughs> Nothing can separate us from God's love. You say, what does it mean? What about this or that or this scary thing or this is what I heard and so forth and so on. You can get all tizzy about everything else. He says, nothing. What's not included in nothing? Everything is included in that. Nothing whatsoever. Nothing, 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 nothing. Your health, your job, your family, your relationship, your emotions, nothing, nothing, nothing will separate you from God's love. You are yoked, you are held tight in Jesus and in Almighty God. And he explains further. Bible is a book of tautology. Repeats itself so that we can understand. Neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today nor our worries about tomorrow. Not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. Look at this. No power in the sky above or in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord. Do you know this shepherd? Wherever you are, maybe close your eyes or bow your head or get into a posture. Get into a posture so that you tell your heart and your mind that I just want to connect with God right now. I want to connect with God. Who's your shepherd? Can you truly say that the Lord is my shepherd? Or today, my brother, my sister, are you a sheep without a shepherd? I, I, I want to invite you to pray with me right now in these few moments before we end this broadcast. Pray with me, please. And I'll pray for you. Say with me. Say with me. I pray this prayer. Long time ago, about 38 years ago, and that has radically changed my life. No regrets. When I asked him to be the shepherd of my life. Pray with me, wherever you are, please. Jesus, I want you to be my shepherd. Say that by yourself. Jesus, I want you to be my shepherd. I need you to guide my life. And I want you to give me power and authority which can protect me. Lord, I thank you for your love and care and your compassion over my life. And so right now, I give you my life. Come and be the Lord of my life. Come and be the CEO of my affairs. Take over every situation that concerns me. Lord, today I bring you all my hurts because I know you will show me compassion. 
Help me to follow you. Because I know you lead me in the right direction. Thank you that you came to seek and to save those that are lost. And Lord, the challenges that I'm going through right now, I ask you to rescue and recover me. Let's, let's ask Jesus one more time for that. Lord, whatever challenges that I'm going through right now, I ask you to rescue and recover me. Jesus, I thank you that you promised to save me. And in this moment, I put my hand in your hand so that I, in your hand and the hand of God, that nothing will shake me. I want to be part of your family so that when my time here on earth is over, I will be with you in heaven forever and ever. In Jesus' name. Amen. Let me pray a brief prayer for you as we close. Father, today we thank you for this opportunity to visit with you. So many people who are gathered right now and others who will listen to this broadcast as we place it on the different mediums that you've made available, that you send forth your grace, comfort and grace. You send forth your power to overwhelm your people. You send forth your strength to lift your people up from wherever they are. Let today and this week be a, a, a week of rescue, recovery. Do big things in our lives, Lord. Work miracles unheard of. Tear down walls that are standing in the way of your people. Make a way where there's no way. Lord, we pray for our leaders, mayors, governors, President Trump and his cabinet, that you give them wisdom. Show them what to do in this crazy era. Give them years to hear and to follow your will for your people. I pray a special prayer for first responders, EMT workers. When people are calling 911, they are the ones who are going into homes. Special covering over them, Lord. They are God. Every single one of us. You are a shepherd. We rejoice in you. We trust in you. We believe in you. And we love you, Lord. Keep us healthy and safe in this season we are in. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Glory to God. I'm going to put on a worship. Thank you so much for joining us. If you want to stay and listen to this worship and just worship God, you're more than welcome. We'll make available the video of this broadcast so you can share that with your loved ones. God bless you. Thank you for joining us. Come back. Uh, favorlife.org is where you can find great resources to help you in this difficult time. I love you with the love of God. Jesus loves you more. Thank you, my brothers and sisters, for joining us. May God bless you. Come, let us worship our King. Come, let us bow at His feet. He has some great needs. See what our Savior has done. See how His love overcomes. He has some great needs.
I promise. 